Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another one of our convo series. Today, joining me is Amber Ryan. Very excited to talk to you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. So you have a new album. You have new music out in the world. Um, You also do a lot of other things that we want to talk to you about. But I guess before we kind of get into all that, can we kind of like touch on your background a little bit? How do you get your start in the music? Who are some of your influences and whatnot? Yeah, so I actually got started in music about, I would say, when I was 10 years old. some of the first influences that I had discovered were like Lincoln Park, My Chemical Romance, The Use. They're really like the reason why I became interested in music in the first place. That's what encouraged me to pick up my first guitar. And I have genuinely been writing and making demos ever since. Okay. I mean, that's kind of interesting because kind of looking to your background, looking at your family's um, history, like your dad was a hip hop producer, right? Yeah, that's right. So then what kind of like got you into Linkin Park and those bands, I think, I guess, initially? Yeah, I think that's what was kind of like prevalent on like MTV at the time. It was just the sign of the times, really. It was the whole like era within the music. Um, I still like took those influences from my dad within like hip hop and like R&B and stuff like that. But I had like the outside influences of like the current mainstream culture. It's just indicative of the time that I came up in. So who would you say is one of your like favorite bands from that era? Uh, Favorite band of all time would definitely be My Chemical Romance for sure. Okay. All right. uh, I don't know if I actually heard that much about them, but I just know the kind of the the major stuff. Yeah. So... (laughs) So you're a triple threat singer, songwriter, producer. Um, I guess kind of can you speak to why you choose to do all three yourself as opposed to kind of like handing those things off to other people? Yeah, like I usually like to say, you know, at first it was just purely out of the necessity of not having a team around me and having to fill in those positions myself and I mean, now it's definitely become more of like a passion project. Like I like having not necessarily control over the narrative per se, but I like being in control of like my brand and like the messaging and the overall look and feel of things. Um, I mean, now it's to the point where like I have a team, I have like a content team, I have a management team. Um, I do pass off those responsibilities, but not without like having my hands on everything at the same time. So Okay. And you're fully independent, uh, correct? Yeah. So I guess, what would you kind of say are some like the benefits you would say as being an independent artist versus kind of going more of a like labor up? Um, for myself in particular, it's really the overall, like, yeah, I would say it's, I would say it's creative control, but it's not like labels necessarily take away creative control. I just like being able to make my, my own decisions whenever I want to make them. Mm -hmm. I like being able to drop, no, I could drop music whenever I want to drop it. I like to be able to know I could collab with whoever the fuck I want to collab with. I can, uh, I can work with whoever I want to work with. I could say whatever I want to say. I could do whatever I want to do. I could 
make my own independent label. Like I could do whatever I want to do. That's what I personally like because I already create my own resources. I mean, besides not having like hella money, I mean, that, that kind of sucks, but it's like, I already like create my resources in terms of like, I record my own music. I produce the predominant amount of my music. Um, there's not a lot that I have to outsource. So resource wise, I don't really need a label unless there's something like that makes sense. Yeah. Have there been um, labels kind of like knocking down your door a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. I feel like, that, but that also just comes with like the territory of like, you know, growing your brand and going through the motions and um, getting to a certain point where people start coming to you. Like, I feel like a lot of artists have that same experience too. Yeah. So how would you describe your sound to like somebody who hasn't, who isn't so familiar with you? Um, it's hard to describe my sound. Maybe like yeah. if I had to like box myself recently, I was like really combative when people were like, Oh, you sound like Oh seven Oh shake. And I'm like, the hell no i don't but i feel like if i had to like put myself in a box just to help people kind of like perceive what i sound like is maybe like 070 shake but like more alternative leaning um yeah i guess that's like the closest i could go yeah i mean it's kind of hard for a lot of artists i think these days to define their sound or where they would fit in musically because I think everything's such like a mismatch these days, especially like genre bending and everything. Exactly. So kind of what is your like creative process when it comes to creating music in a song? It really just depends. Like it could be me with my guitar. It could be me like humming top lines over like a melody and then like arranging those. It really just depends like what, where the inspiration comes from. If the inspiration comes from me trying to like sit down at a computer and create something, it's usually me just humming top lines over melody. If I'm just, Mm -hmm. you know, driving or whatever, maybe not driving, but if I'm just out and about and I hear like a melody in my head, I'll just like record it in a voice memo or like if I have a guitar in hand and inspiration strikes, like it's just me with a guitar. So I think it's very dependent on the situation. Yeah. Is there like a specific kind of like messaging you kind of want to have behind a lot of your songs or is it just kind of whatever, whatever you feel? At the time, I feel like it's whatever I feel, but I think like the one thing that I'm always striving for is just like to relate within my like life experiences to other people's life experiences. I never want to get like to a point where I feel like so detached in my music that it feels kind of like ostracizing to my audience or like they can't necessarily understand, like just straight up off the bat, I'm not creating like escapism music. Like I'm creating yeah. like everyday in the life type shit. And I, can I, can I cuss on here? Feel okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, I'm just trying to create, you know, everyday in the life type music and trying to stay as true and authentic to myself and like my story. Um, I mean, sometimes I write about stuff that's like, from outside perspectives or like different inspirations and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's um, just within that subject matter. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're not, you know, rapping about or singing about like G5s and doing all sorts of stuff like they do in hip hop. I don't know if I could say that with a full chest. I feel like I have rapped about like 
having money or like wanting money at least but i try to be as just like honest as possible and like dead ass as possible yeah i mean the that's that's like a big part of hip-hop though obviously you know like kind of faking it a little bit to to you make it or not and i think i think all yeah. listeners kind of understand that to a certain degree yeah i feel like that's what i'm lacking in the hip-hop sphere i just like i can't get there mentally yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can see that um so outside of your music you also do you also started a very interesting thing called uh underrated artist season kind of um like what is that all about how to start yeah so underrated artist season has become a tremendously like large independent platform for music discovery curated by music listeners and essentially um i'm trying to create i'm going to create like a media house an independent record label within the same entity and um the way it really started was just you know me playing uh playing music on TikTok, like having people send their music so I could just discover new music and find new music yeah. to feel inspired by. And then a lot of people kept ask, kept asking like, hey, do you have like a playlist for this? Where can I find the music? I'm like, okay, I'll just make a playlist. Then I, I kept saying like during the live stream, I was like, it's underrated artist season, baby. And then it just <laughs> became, like, became like the whole thing. So I just created the underrated artist season playlist. It started blowing up. People started asking for a discord, like I was like, okay, whatever, made the discord. And then random people were like, can I help you? And I was like, I guess. And then (laughs) (laughs) it just, it literally snowballed into what it is today. And I think that that goes to show that when there's like a need for something, it kind of like plays itself out. I don't really know how to explain it other than that. No, I definitely understand. Cause um, obviously we, we also kind of, do similar kind of things where we talk a lot of um, independent artists and underrated artists and people that maybe not know. And there's definitely like a, I think we're missing kind of like that blog era where you had these different outlets discovering artists. Now it's only strictly playlists and, you know, sometimes a lot of the artists get lost in in that process. So I definitely understand um, kind of that need and filling that void for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like we're just kind of like in this era of music where everyone feels like we're very in this like anti-capitalism era of music. I'll just be straight up where everyone doesn't want to feel like they're being like music is already being pre-curated by like larger labels or larger entities or artists that are being like forced to create content for a certain reason. Like everyone's very desperate to discover good music from artists that nobody knows. I don't think there's like an actual, I mean, there's plenty of platforms like that, but I definitely see how like listeners kind of also want to curate that music as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Instead of just getting fed, you know, the latest playlist from exactly some algorithm, whatever. Exactly. So I also noticed like, you know, social media, Twitter, you're also like very vocal. Um, you know, a lot of artists kind of, I think, struggle with that, especially like the social media side. How do you kind of handle being like your personal vocal side outside of like your music and everything? I just think it's important to, I don't know, like, I actually don't even know why I talk so much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's just, you know, 
it's a matter of like feeling the, like if you have a voice, you might as well use it. Like I'm not like just an entertainer. Like I'm an actual person with emotions yeah. and like experiences. And to be honest, like I've been a little broke artist for so long that it's like, dude, like what's actually going to matter. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Like <laughs> at the end of the yeah. day, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to stand up for what I think is right. I'm going to be a representation of the person that people in my life also need me to be like, you know, so yeah, I just have to, I have to be real about that for real. I don't think it's, I don't think any amount of success is worth like staying all the way silent about certain things. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely noticed that. Like you felt very real and authentic and I I like that in artists, you know, uh, to get to see that side, you don't always get to see that, especially with like bigger artists and biggest, bigger acts. Yeah. So you also released a new album, new project, even when it uh, falls apart. So congratulations on that initially, of course. And um, is that um, is considered like your first album? Because I saw you had two other projects, but you called them collections. Yeah, definitely. So this is considered definitely my first like actual debut album that was like intentionally made to be listened to and perceived as an album. The other ones were, okay. the other ones were like singles that were packaged into a collection. I realized that I'll probably have, there will be a day where I have like a debut studio album, you know, one yeah, where I have like so actual that. money. <laughs> but, um, yeah. For this is like technically my debut independent album. I mean, you wouldn't be alone. It's funny how like labels and, artists do that obviously like Kendrick Lamar had like four different debut albums before Good Kid Mad City but it's considered like his debut because it's with the label you know how they yeah. weird how they kind of define that and whatnot so yeah. how's the response been to to the album so far it's been great um it's very scary dropping an album independently not gonna lie because it's like you know, obviously just like being transparent, you don't have like some crazy budget for one. And then the, you know, getting the message out that you have an album and getting people to perceive the entire project is very difficult, but it just has been happening so naturally and so effortlessly. And I be, I feel like because it's such a cohesive project, not only like sonically, but just like the way it travels from front to back, like I feel like people just innately listen all the way through and just understand like this is an album. Um, so yeah, I couldn't expect any better response at this stage in the game. I, am I shocked? Maybe a little bit as well. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I set expectations. I think like by the time it was like about to drop, I think I got to this place mentally where I was like, no, this is good. I don't care what anyone says it's good. And if like, I keep saying, if you don't like it, that's a personal problem. I got to like, <laughs> I yeah. got to get this out there. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I'm definitely like an album guy. I grew up wanting to hear a full project from front to back, how everything ties in everything. And I love like when artists can like elevate and really create something that's a full, you know, a full offering. And you don't really get a lot of that these days, obviously with playlists and everything. It's just like you said, like mostly like a collection of just songs and singles. So it was, it was like a a refreshing change up to get like a full concept, like a full offering from front to back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
do you have any uh have you noticed like any songs that fans and listeners have like specifically been kind of like gravitating towards um definitely high hopes and it's very strange because i've had people literally okay first off someone put it on a gym playlist and i was like wow that's that's strange (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) my friend sent me like a text up there they're like oh i was at this halloween party and New York and we're just chilling and someone put on high hopes. I'm like, that is not like a kick it song. Like if you guys want to like chill (laughs) at a party and listen to that, sure. But like, damn. (laughs) Yeah. that that, That's a strange one to kind of throw on, throw out a party for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, definitely that one. I feel like people are definitely resonating with that song the most. Yeah. uh, I threw three first songs and that was one of them. High hopes, uh, situationship and, uh, liquid courage. For whatever reason, I think Liquid Courage just like kind of reminded me of like a MJ kind of like vibe to it with the the pop beats and everything. Nice. Well, I'll take it as a compliment for sure. <laughs> I love MJ, so that is a, a very high compliment for me. Um, do you have a personal like favorite song uh, off the album? I feel like high hopes probably that one's resonating with me as well i'm like a consumer of my own song when it comes to that like i very much so could listen to that and like cry (laughs) that's a good sign (laughs) yeah especially you know after all this time i'm still and it still kind of hits you in that in that way oh yeah for sure i mean that's another that's another uh reason why i felt so confident in the project as well i mean i was pretty much like I don't, I'm not trying to sound like big headed or anything. I was listening to my album all year long. Like albums were dropping left and right. And then people were like, yo, you hear this new album? Like, nope, I actually haven't heard it yet. Little did they know I was just listening to my album the entire year. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that's like a good sign in terms of like, if you're an artist that can live with the project, especially for a while after the fact and just feel content in that, like not get that like anxiety that a lot of artists feel like, Oh, I'm already like moving on. I got to make something yeah. new. I felt very content and like, Oh no, this is still feels relevant. still feels good. Now that it's out, I'm like, okay, let's move on. It's old news, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I felt pretty good about it throughout the year. So. I mean, but now you got to do the whole, you know, tour thing, go on concerts, play this song, play this album for, you know, however many months. Is there any like specific songs you're especially looking forward to playing live? Probably Fall Apart. That one seems Mm -hmm. like it's going to be a bop. Um, We're I'm very much so looking forward to touring with this album. I'm also like very interested to to see how the process is going to be in terms of like arranging the live arrangements. Cause I'm like, damn, this shit's all over the place. You yeah. got some hip hop, you got some little bit of R and B, you got some rock. What the hell are we going to do? I don't know, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Have you been able to play um, any of the songs like live yet? We played liquid courage. We played situation ship. Um, what else? We played barely acquainted. That one was cool. Very easy. Bless up. Um, I think that's it, actually. Okay. Oh, we play Feel Better, the intro. Okay, yeah. So kind of what has the creative process evolved for you over the years uh, leading up to this album? Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest, like the most pivotal point in my career was was, uh, learning how to collaborate and relinquish control 
just out of wanting to like letting other people into the creative process, asking to collaborate with writers, like not even necessarily because you need to, but just because you, you, you kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You appreciate that outside, uh, perspective and realize the, the importance it could bring to the table. Um, I love working with other writers. I love working with other producers. Um, that's completely shifted. So when I first started, I was like very much so in my room or in my studio, just locked in by myself. I didn't want anyone to like have anything to do with my creative process. I didn't even want anyone recording me. Like I just didn't want to <laughs> deal with anybody else um, in that way. But yeah, definitely collaboration. Okay. And um is there anything like specific that you would want listeners, fans to take from this album? Yeah. I mean, I'm really hoping it could be an album that they can like grow with, like relate their own experiences to it and just, you know, take it through their life, hopefully make new memories with it. That's the type of music I really want to create. You know, you're, I, there's music that I listen to today that reminds me of certain moments in my life, whether that being good or bad but it's always nice to return to that music and feel that same type of way or feel that same type of energy or passion or whatever it is. And I'm hoping that's the sort of album that I've created for someone else. And last thing I want people to know is if you like the album or want to tell me how you feel about it, or just want to say what's up, like feel free to hit me up on Instagram or any other socials. I literally try to respond to everyone. Um, so yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. Um, we'll definitely have links to all your socials, to all your stuff down below in the video, wherever this goes up. Um, thank you for taking time to talk to us. Enjoy the album quite a bit. Uh, we might actually like listen to one of our live streams here upcoming. So, um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs>